When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check Chicky Wicky, what's up in the mother frickin' <laughs> Fricky? Fricky. I'm one half of your podcast, Sholo Mighty Duenya, joined by the prolific half, uh, Jacob Scott Thomas Bertrand. The prolific, yeah, you are pro. I'm pretty lific. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. What is lific? I don't know. Prolific? That has to be all one word. Anyways, welcome, guys, to this week's episode of the podcast. We are uh, designing the um, the set right now, so leave a comment below about what you think we should put up, and we'll roll a dice. And if your comment is like the in the first six, uh, you, your thing could be up there. So do it. Yeah, we have nowhere to send it, so <laughs> just make it, I guess, and wait. Uh, but uh, yeah, we are slowly but surely starting to decorate the place. We have two new pieces of sets to add to, so let's talk about them. Tantaran. Um, behind and Jacob was so kind as to say we. <laughs> Jacob didn't do anything in here. <laughs> None of this is Jacob's. <laughs> That's so funny. No, no. Soon enough, my we will have some Jacob uh, inspired Jacob feeling because it's just your, Pokemon. Your, anime, so. your interior designing style and the one that I was raised in are too different. Granted, you've had a little bit more time to find your own. Yeah, but it is pretty different. So I'm excited. We're still figuring out if we want one cohesive set or if we want half and half. I think we should split in half. I think that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. you know what I think we should do actually? I think I should design your half and you should design my half. That sounds yeah. the worst. That, that sounds like awesome. the worst idea because all of the funniest moments are going to have the ugliest backgrounds. So <laughs> I don't know why we would do that. But uh, I digress. Mm. We have two things. One, I got this uh, for, for one of my birthdays. Uh, I got this Chance the Rapper Acid Rap. Um, I, there, uh, my papi asked, what is your favorite album? And in 2019, it was Acid Rap. And honestly, for a couple years before that and a couple years after, it was Acid Rap. So shout out Chance the Rapper. I brought it in here because it's pretty indicative of a big part of my life. There was a part of, there was a part of my life where I thought I was going to get something Chance Acid Rap tattooed. Think, really? Yeah. Is that the one that goes, cigarettes on cigarettes? That's the mind. album that that song resides on. Yeah, Cocoa Butter Kisses. Okay, and this yeah. is now the second time that we've had a Chance the Rapper that, that this conversation is put oh, really? this way. Yeah. <laughs> um, where, he, where you went, acid rap? Oh, is that the one? <laughs> but I'm glad that you love that song. I love that song too. Yeah, yeah. That, was the, that was my intro. And then the second piece right here. Ancestor Sholo Sacred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was done by my uncle, Jose Ramirez. Um, this was done, though I want to say, although I was young, I, and I don't really remember the timeline that well. I want to say this was done before he was my uncle, right? Because my we married into oh. him being my uncle, right? And he did this. I was that tall when he made this frame. Whoa! So yeah, yeah. So that that height, you can imagine whatever how tall that is. It's like six four, like however tall <laughs> six four is. That's how old I was. When Three I was foot that two. Monica yeah. so <laughs> <Right now. laughs> Uh yeah, those are the only two sets, and it's sitting on top of our Taco Bell <laughs> PR package. So, 
Dude, that PR bag is pretty cool. It's a little bag of hot dogs. Uh, the audience already saw it last week. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. I was excited. Thanks. I was excited to get yeah, a new yeah. pair of socks. And I'm thanks. sure all of you will love me getting a new pair of socks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. not wearing them today. But you do. Do you have Do you have any holes in your socks? These are not my socks, actually. Oh. oh. Yay, can you get the... Oh. Yay, yeah, yeah, can you get the... So... Not your socks. These explain. are not my socks. Okay. All right. These are my friend Aiden's. There both we go. Of, both of them? You share socks with your friends? Athlete's foot, question mark? No, I just take them. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, if you take them, yeah, that's how it works. Like, if you just are using them for a little bit, you mm-hmm. don't get athlete's foot. Yeah. Now, like, go into the drawer. <laughs> All right. How was uh, Europa? Europa was cool. This was, was like- your, this was the longest trip that you spent out there. And this was also, maybe might I add, but I also don't know, your first truly vacation-based trip out to Europe? Yeah. 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 True. I mean, I went out for uh, MagicCon Barcelona. Woohoo! Shout out to the Game Nights guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was work. There was work at the very, very beginning. There was work at the very beginning and then the last like two and a half weeks I was just there like hanging out just for vacation. Okay. Yeah. It was Where'd cool. you go? Um, so first, I went to Pola Giverola. That place was freaking sick. Okay. That's the best paella I've ever had. Some dude just pulled up in his truck and had a huge that and just made it by a and that was it was like it was like 10 bucks for a plate da, da, da. And I was, was rice saffron saffron and, and seafood usually. green liquid green liquid green liquid that like sauce obviously some sort of sauce okay but super awesome then uh went to Girona or Girona I forget you say it um I met uh this guy Bjorn okay at this really fancy restaurant and it was like the first time I'd been at a fancy restaurant and was doing like you know like the eight course chef's meal i was like okay. oh, i want to try it like hirona has uh like three or four three-star michelin restaurants oh my gosh so so this is this wasn't one this was okay, this okay. wasn't a michelin star restaurant and so i'm talking or no i'm eating my food i'm getting a little drunk and i'm looking over at this guy and he's getting his food at the same time as me we're all getting the same thing so i'm like hey what do you think like what do you think of yours man mm-hmm. and he gave this like very eloquent detailed informed response about it like oh you could use some more acidity in this it could be lighter if this happened and i was like Whoa, what accent like- does this dude have uh he was from switzerland and i'm probably gonna butcher his accent but he was like oh you know it could be like a little bit better um in this way or it could be a little bit more acidic it was so cool and so like i went through this whole meal with like this and he worked at one of the three-star michelin chefs uh like in Girona. So Girona was cool. Stayed on top of a chocolate factory. So I was sick. My room smelled like chocolate all the time. Really? Yeah. Then I went to Barcelona. Uh hung out with uh uh Connor, spiced eight rack. He's a magic YouTuber. Okay. okay. Probably <laughs> one of the funniest people I've oh, ever met. The, in my the guy life. that was in the your live yes. in the event with you. Yeah, okay. yeah. They are hilarious. Okay. The coolest person ever. Um hung out with the game nights guys. Yeah. Uh that was always fun. Um, played a lot of commander, got my ass beat by a lot of random people who wanted to play magic with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I went to Mallorca in Fornaluch. It was like this tiny ass, uh, city in the mountains. It's like all beach everywhere. And then you go up these super, super steep, skinny roads. And the car that I rented was stick. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that where we were going was, um, hilly? super hilly roads. So I was like, oh, I can drive stick like this. It'll be fine. But driving stick up super mountainy roads in this weak ass Fiat was 
horrible. I just, I just, I, I wonder why in any place that's like not your home city, why you would choose the manual car versus the automatic car. I didn't know it was thick. Oh, okay, okay. I, no, I, I actually am not the person that rented the car. The person who rented the car. Oh, okay, okay. Of course, like, of course. Okay. The person that didn't, the person that rented the car didn't drive the car. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's always, that's always so funny. Does, yeah, that's, right? yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't rent a car. I'm not 25, so I, I don't know. Yeah, it was, uh, it was cool. Um, and then, I don't know if this is going to make it on the pod, but <laughs> <laughs> I... That means it's not going to make it on the pod. Uh, so. Making a note right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, we did this pottery class. Okay. Met this awesome lady. Um, she was showing us around. She was a local in Fornaluch, and she had us. And we had another. Um, yeah, but I wouldn't repeat that story out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but I would never. <laughs> With that being said, yeah. anyways, yeah, but Fornaluch, super cool. I would like to take all of my friends there. It is. An awesome, awesome city. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all see that? The Tom Segura? No, I don't know who that is. Tom Segura, the stand-up comedian? What did he do? Look up Tom Segura basketball. Oh, yes, I've seen this. You have, you should, we should wrap to this. You ha- yeah, you haven't, you haven't seen this, Jacob? Uh-uh. Okay, let's watch this video right here. Listen to this. Look at this video. Just a simple layup, just a floater, okay, right here. <laughs> and listen to this out. Are you okay? You okay? You okay? Dude, he snapped his arm, bro. Oh, really? Yeah. Pause it. Go back and pause it on the on the snap. Look at how he, that left arm. <gasps> oh my god. That left arm, he just like falls back and just goes. <laughs> but I just saw it recently. I was like, God damn! But look at—does he make the shot? Can we see? <laughs> no, he doesn't make the shot. <laughs> he slips before he gets up. Listen, you okay? Break, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. He definitely does not make the shot. No. Oh my oh god! My god. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Dude, that's wild. Okay, but I did want to. So, do you have anything on the pod today, bro? That you want to bring on before I bring you with this? Before I hit you with this thing? Oh, now I want to get hit with it. That's the extent of of your month. That's the extent you had Baia in one place. You went to another place and Fornaluch. had Fornaluch and stayed on top of a chocolate tower. Yeah, yeah that was cool. That's everything was pretty mundane on the trip. It was just a nice little mundane It was very trip. just like relaxing, like hanging out. I read a lot, went to the beach a ton. Okay. Played a lot of magic. You're usually the type to get brown when you're in the sun and you're kind of… The same? Yeah. Yeah, I, the first week was like all beach and ocean. Oh. And I was pretty brown and felt like super better than everyone else. And then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And then Charlie came. and the Chocolate Factory. I was walking around Italy and not really Word. doing anything else in the sun. How kind of upset that I actually didn't come back brown. I look great while I was in Spain, though. Did you get to see your mom while she was out there? She no, was over, dude. My entire family was in Europe and none of us saw each other. Wow. Wait, were they all in different places? Or all they places. were all in one place. My sister and her husband were in Ireland. And did cool shit in Ireland. They went on these crazy hikes and stuff. My brother and my dad went to Latvia to go on like a woodworking seminar. And then uh, my dad stayed in Europe. My mom flew out and they met in Paris for my dad's birthday. And then they spent Rome in my mom's birthday. Nice. Damn. 
Um, but I didn't see anyone. Didn't see anyone. Tried to link up with my sister. It didn't happen. Tried to link up with my parents. It didn't happen. Blake was like, I'm fucking out. I don't want to stay here. He was with who the whole time? My dad. Oh, your dad. Okay. Yeah. Well. All right. Well. What about Nanny? Nanny was just alone with all the cats. And apparently. <laughs> folding uh, clothes. Folding clothes one dude, by one. Seriously. <laughs> apparently the cats were like fucking with each other. Like mental warfare. Oh, like, she had to deal with Or some... Nanny had to like. Yeah, the cats were like shitting in the sink. Like trying to like scrape the poop at each other. And this is. Oh, because that's not the house that they are usually in. It's McKenna's cat. McKenna's cats are fucking mean. Oh, okay. They're so mean. And then Kona, my mom's cat, is like this big ass Maine Coon cat that is just a is like a mob boss. It's just like yeah. sits down. And is like hey, Tony Soprano. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So Garfield had to cat. deal with that for like a month. All right, pobrecita. Yeah. Well, at least she had some company. Like, yeah. Uh, other than other than you, lots um, of cat poop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Better. But that's pretty much. Yeah, it was honestly like a super super chill month. I didn't do a ton. Just write and read and eat food. That's pretty much it. You know Paul Walter Hauser? Uh, yeah, 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 you yeah. do know. Yeah, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know you know him. This is more just for the, the people on the pod. Okay. If you follow him on Instagram. I don't know what his Instagram handle is, but look up Paul Walter Hauser. Um, he's doing this like 40-day challenge. Like a like, 75 hard or something like that? Yeah, yeah. He eats good food. 40 hard? All the time. Yeah, I think it's 40 hard. I don't know exactly what it's called. But I want to do 45 days. Of what? Is it an eating thing, a working out thing, a reading thing? Because like 45 hard is is you eat, you read, you are outside. You're, You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Is it… Oh, encompassing like that, mine or is, is it strictly a, like a working out thing? Mine is no drinking, eating healthy, working out twice a day, forty-five days, and reading twenty pages. But I'm already—I've been doing that for the last month. I get like super got back into reading. But it doesn't count because you just said you were a <laughs> so you're on. Like, I said starting today. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, great! <laughs> oh, great! It. I planned it. Honestly, bro, have- starting today, I'm also doing this <laughs> Iron Man challenge. So, yes. so tomorrow, yeah, starting today, I'm doing the triathlon. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? Fuck no. <laughs> Why not? Because I am not, I do not subscribe to the belief of starting like big milestone hurdle challenges like that to kickstart working out. It doesn't, it's not sustainable for me because for me, when I start things like that, if I make it to, you know, day three, day five, day six, and for some reason I happen to miss a day, my the way that my brain works and the way that my thought process works, it's so much harder for me to then just say, oh, it's another day. Like, it's okay. As long as I do it tomorrow, I'll get back the, into why it. Why would you miss it? Oh, uh, like if for some reason I'm like with friends or if I eat something or if I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm really, I if I pass by in and out on the way home and I'm like, oh, I really want to do this thing, but it's not part of the thing and I do it, then it's like, oh, well, I already fucked up that day. So whatever, I'll just fuck Might up well a couple more days up. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I just do if I just work out when I'm motivated or whatnot, then at least it's like I just I, tell myself I'm a coward if I fail, and then my pride was like I'm not a coward. Do you still well, not really in the because mirror? it's the first day you no, haven't really. told yourself before? So I don't really look at myself in the mirror. Like a lot of times, I don't know if like my hair is crazy, if my shirt's inside out, or like. Wait, wait. What was the question that you asked? Yes, if I looked at myself in the mirror. Well, he's telling himself you're a coward. Oh, oh no, no, no! I just in my head, I'm like, don't be a fucking coward. Oh, okay. huh. shit. But yeah, that's 45 days. All right, all right. 40, 45 hard. Eh? Yes, like early October is going to be when I'm I'm going to Scotland. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, okay. So I'm going to 
Yeah. So like, I want to have a beard in Scotland. That just sounds cool. A beard. Beer. Oh, a I beard got, no, There's Scotland. no way I could, I could grow a beard. Oh, okay. I shaved once during all of Europe. Oh, wow. Yep. And how recently was that? Was that uh, it was right when I got back. Okay, okay. I went to my friend's engagement party, and they all saw my beard. They thought it looked good. Okay, okay. Basically, Jacob, I've been having this really big, and it kind of kicked off yesterday with, with, with Jordan and just recently with the music, just like a really big music binge. Mm-hmm. And I've been revisiting some of my favorite as I start to craft hip-hop that is hip-hop, but blend genres like some mm. of my favorite artists you know like the one today we're gonna to be talking about kendrick who does a really great job of blending hip-hop and jazz or hip-hop and rock and hip-hop and other genres and and i was listening to this album of his good kid mad city which was really like my entry as a youth to modern day hip-hop and the modern day conscious rapper like i grew up listening to common and some other like rappers who were spitting most deaf like who were spitting nice knowledgeable public enemy bars but kendrick was the first la based young cat who growing up my parents were like this is he's spitting some cool stuff i just revisited this album and he has this song um sing about me i'm dying of thirst it's a two-parter song, and I kind of I. So we'll we'll say that, and now as a podcast, I want to decide how to do this. I thought it could be fun for Jacob, you two, on a first dry read. I don't think you've heard this song before, even you've heard the, even though you've heard this album. Yeah, I wanted to see if on a dry read you can monologue, you know, one of these verses to the and, beat. And no, no, no. Just, oh. just acapella, just poetry, slam poetry style, and see if you can get to from A to Z in the way that you're supposed to, right? Because oh. you really hear when I was telling you, like, Kendrick is our Shakespeare. I say that to say not only is he a great poet, but his voice, similar to someone like a Busta or an Eminem who, who we like, his voice is an instrument as well. Mm-hmm. And similar to Shakespeare who used things like iambic pentameter to say like da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da or whatever that was. I don't fucking know. Kendrick as well has that, uses his voice to also be, whether it's a percussion in this song that doesn't really have like, oh, it's coming full circle. Jordan and I were talking yesterday and Jordan was saying, yo, I don't need it to, the bass to hit really heavy in the studio because that is, and I'm paraphrasing here, Jordan will get, a better a better sense of it but it really hits when you're playing it on the biggest stage this song i would opine is the opposite of that there isn't a really heavy bop, bop, boom 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 that's driving the whole song it's a like it's a it's a stick hitting the top of a snare it's boom boom ka boom ka boom and that's the whole song and i just want to hear what you think of it it's a really phenomenal song it's truly poetry. It's a song. This first part, uh, Sing About Me, is a song in three verses, each from a different perspective. You're going to be reading the third perspective, Kendrick's perspective, to give you a little bit of basis so that you have some juice to go into this. Uh, the first verse is, so the song, really quick, uh, Sing About Me, it's all about um, the responsibility, or th- this is, I mean, and this is, where the genius, I guess, comes into it all. I'm interpreting it as the importance of being the person bestowed with the responsibility of telling the hood story. Ah. Whether it's Kendrick's story that he's telling 
or Keisha's story that he's telling, or Shireen's story that he's telling, or Dave's story that he's telling, he is the one that has been bestowed the gift of poetry, and for better or for worse, whether he's exposing people's secrets, or telling cautionary tales, or telling his viewpoint, he is the one that people are saying, sing about me. Tell my story, for better or for worse, whether it's a cautionary tale, yada, yada, yada. And for that reason, sometimes he has reservations you know, for himself as to whether or not he should be that person. Because, you know, he was the, as, you know, Tupac said, right, the rose that grew from the concrete. He was the one in a million that made it out. So is he that indicative of what, you know, the hood is like? Because he wasn't like that, right? But he was a part of it. So first verse, it's, a, it's from the perspective of someone, a boy calling Kendrick saying, yo, I know, Kendrick, that you were the last person you held my brother in his arms as he spent his last breath. And I just wanted to say, thank you, Kendrick, because you loved him like a real brother. And even though I was in these streets, you know, you loved him like a real guy. And I know that he, you know, he really loved you for that. And I please pray that you tell his story because, you know, he wasn't about those streets and he still lo- he still died Whoa. to gang violence, right? Second verse is a response to a previous song that Kendrick put in Section 80, his first album, uh, Keisha's Songs. It's uh, Her Pains, and it's a song about this prostitute who at a young age was raped and murdered um, in the back of a car, stabbed in the gut, and died. And Kendrick, in that song, alludes, he says that the reason that this happened generationally was because in that song he says, the mom... The mom, you know, let whatever boyfriend was coming around the house slip uh, candy to the young girl as she was raped. And that started this vicious cycle of prostitution, getting this and that, 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 that. And it's, it's, uh, it's also from the perspective of that girl who died, that prostitute, Keisha, her younger sister, who is also a prostitute, saying, Damn. how dare you, you know speak aloud her story when I have to live with, you know, I also am a prostitute and you want to cast this judgment when at the end of the day, you know, I still have to live with this guilt, this blame that you are putting on. Like you're saying it's all, it's the fault of this. Well then does that mean that it's the fault of that too? Because I'm actually proud of the situation that I came into. I'm a hustler. I make this money. I'm actually like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not down for you pitting me. I don't, I don't subscribe to the belief. Fuck you. If you're one to say like, boohoo, sorry for your loss, yada, yada, yada. Like I'm strong. You're part of the problem of saying like, oh, it's just, you know, it's somebody else's problem. Like, no, I have agency over my own life. I'm not going to be forgotten. This, this, that, right? Huh. So that verse is, is sing about me in the sense of like, damn, I sang about someone and it didn't have the, the response that I had, right? That and I want you to go into this third verse. Um, um, this is the first one. I want, uh, you, that's the hook. This is the second one. And I want you to... Um, uh, go into this and just read it as you would a poem, however, whatever that looks like to you. And let's, and let's read it out loud. Okay. Don't cheat. Oh. Sometimes I look in the mirror and ask myself, am I really scared of passing away? If it's today, I hope I hear a cry out from the heavens so loud it can water down a demon with the Holy Ghost till it drown in the blood of Jesus. I wrote some raps that make sure that my lifeline... Reeking the scent of a reaper, ensuring that my allegiance 
with the other side may come soon. And if I'm doomed, may the womb help my mother be blessed for many moons. I suffer a lot, and every day the glass mirror gets tougher to watch. I tie my stomach in knots. And I'm not sure why I'm infatuated with death. My imagination is surely an aggravation of threats that can come about because the tongue is mighty powerful. And I can name a list of your favorites that probably vouch. Maybe because I'm a dreamer and sleep is the cousin of death. Really stuck in the schema of wondering when I'm arrest. And you're right. Your brother was a brother to me. And your sister's situation was the one that pulled me in a direction to speak of something that's realer than the TV screen. By any means wasn't trying to offend or come between her personal life. I was like, it need to be told. Cursing the life of 20 generations after her soul. Exactly what happened if I ain't continued rapping. Or steady being distracted by money or drugs and four or fives. I count lives in all these songs. Look at the weak and cry. Pray one day you'll be strong. Fighting for your rights even when you're wrong. And hope that at least one of you sing about me when I'm gone. Am I worth it? Did I put enough work in? Promise that you will sing about me. And then that's the hook. Yeah, yeah. Thing. So it's, a, it's, a, it's one that I was like, ah, really, really good. Because I guess... A lot of hip hop, I would deem, and and we'll definitely. I want to hear what you think about this and what you what you're interpreting this as. But I just I love how truly poetic it is. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear when I and granted I just got back into this yesterday, so I'm still a little rusty. I want to do it with the instrumental. I want to challenge myself and see if I could do it the way that he does it because he definitely has that I am pentameter of uh-huh. he's taking you on a story. Ba 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 ba. But what do you think that was about? Even though I gave you kind of a preface. What do you, what do you think, would you get the, what do you think? He starts off with kind of like, yeah, what, what is, what's happening? I don't know. It's so odd how he talks about like being on this, like reeking the scent of the reaper. Like he's infatuated with death. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I thought my stomach and knots and I was really sure why I'm infatuated with death. My imagination is surely aggravation of threats. Do you want to see like, if maybe hearing it's just, it with, it's all around him? Like death okay. is just all around him. So it's just like this weird thing of like he's constantly dancing the line. That's mm-hmm. a weird thing yeah. though. I suffer a lot and every day the glass mirror gets tougher to watch. Because yeah, yeah, the mirror, the one that he's looking at at the beginning. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. It seems like a, I don't know, just a fucking rough life. Yeah. So what do you think about that, bro? That's like... For someone that, would you suggest that song to someone who isn't into the rap genre? Is this like a spider verse where it transcends animation, where it's like, it doesn't matter if you're not into hip hop, listen to this, this is crazy? Or do you think this is a little, what, how do you feel about this? It's heavy. I mean, it's heavy. I wouldn't say this is like a, I don't know, like it being heavy isn't like an only hip hop thing. Like if you're trying to get someone into hip hop and you're showing them like But I'm this. saying usually people are like, hip hop's all about this and that and oh, that yeah, and that yeah, and yeah. this, you know. Would you maybe show them this song and be like, Well, but then there's with that there is this. Or or do you think or what do you think? What or just what do you think of this? I'm always, I'm just so curious. I I, I spent hours bro just going line by line being like damn well there's just like the thing about kendrick bro is and granted it's it's just a phenomenal i'm sure team around it but but him it's each line you can go boom each word from the from the like i i wrote some stuff um but it's just 
there's so many little nuances in there. Uh-huh. And that's why I say it's like poetry in the sense that each word, the diction, the annotation in like in this moment. Could we zoom in a little bit? There, you're talking about the end where he's acknowledging that like he, he wants to help his people, but they could be wrong. And he's praying like he's he's watching them, hoping that they can turn it around. And fighting for the rights even when when they're wrong. Yeah, I think well I'm curious because I was I was half doing it listening to other people's opinions because there's like like yeah. we're doing right now, there's tons of iterations and with the impl- like with the implementation of of genius and with that like with rap Twitter being a thing everyone loves to debate now. And this first part, right, the looking in the mirror, thinking about death, when you were saying at the beginning, like, I wonder what the fascination about death is, what that is about. Um and at the beginning, right, he's talking about the mirror, uh, death, and he says, you know, if am I really scared of passing away if it's today, right? If we're talking about if I'm really scared today about dying, yo, please, will the world show me anything to make sure that I don't die? He's saying, yo, if it's today that I pass away, I hope I hear a cry out from heaven so loud it would water out any demon that's coming to kill me, blah, 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 right? Hmm. Yo, today I am scared of dying, right? Oh, it's actually interesting. I don't... What do you see from that? Yeah, from that, I say like him saying, if it's today, like, I hope I'm going to heaven. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I hope I hear a cry out from heaven so loud it will, like, water down a demon, all the sins that I have with me. All with right, all right. Ghost, it'll drown out the blood of Ooh. Jesus. Whoa. I don't know. I don't like. I don't. Yeah, know. spicy, bro. They, dude, that's what it's about. And and Jordan, I mean, Jordan's got the entire scope. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what, so what do you, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of the song for the first? Monica, was that your first time hearing it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Jacob, your first yeah, time yeah. hearing it too. Yeah. So Jordan, you've you've you both of us. I feel like are maybe the most seasoned with this. You the most, right? Because you just were bumping this when it when it came out, right? Yeah. So. So what do you, Monica, I'd love to hear what you think. Blown away. I'm not much of a hip hop person. Yeah. But I've always knew that Kendrick was this like revolutionary artist. And aside from like, you know, humble or like, you know, um, all right, this is the first song where I actually listened to it at the lyrics. And I'm just like, holy shit, this guy is so He's a good. storyteller. It's like, this is something that should be this is how you should probably like teach an English class like all right kids are talking about poetry today here it is Kendrick Lamar like holy crap like it's really good it's really good and I even love like the instrumentals how it's just like you wouldn't think it's a hip-hop because it's not like that like weird like (laughs) what like what's the noise what's the beat give it to us right now go what's the beat like some Shit, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Give it to us. Do it. So I'm like, <laughs> like so I'm like, it get this, stick it, 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 thought similar to Jacob I thought like if if it's really me dying today like I hope like heaven's gate opens up and it's like bringing me up okay. and like pushing me away from the demons okay yeah yeah All right I love it Jordan it, do you, do you yeah. go ahead we're gonna ah, go. I, I just I, I've been 
this is my favorite Kendrick album. Okay, yeah. When it first Me came too. out. Yeah, because like you said, I had the insider scoop. I got to work with him in this era, right before this era, for like a couple songs. So I was always like, oh man, Kendrick's the one. So I have the bias of just like, I just, everything yeah. he does. Y'all came up together. But but the thing when I listen to this again, this round, because I yeah. also, on the way here, it was on repeat. Yeah. And I'm interpreting it differently because I have the habit of when I listen to albums, because I'm not a rapper, I don't really listen to the lyrics. I listen to the the everything. The, the, I take in sound everything, and I listen like what stands out most to me in this song are the drums. You guys are talking about the beat not being a hip hop beat, but the drums slap so hard to me. I mean, it's this this so, drum sample is one of the most famous drum samples yeah, ever. Yeah. Like this this like that. Yeah. So. Listening to it again, I will say that what he's what I'm interpreting this ending part is he's saying that yes, I do agree with Jacob's interpretation. I hear I want I I want to hear the cry out from heaven so loud that it could drown like it's a wash away of sins because what he says after that is interesting because he says I wrote some raps that make sure that my lifeline reeking the scent of a reaper, ensuring that my allegiance with the other side may come soon. So that means what do you guys what does that mean to you? Because that means to me that. He's like, no, I've said some stuff. And he's also said that I don't just say stuff. I really, short of incriminating it. himself, like I really do live it. So I'm reading as I, I, I've wrote some raps or done some things that make sure that his lifeline is wreaking the scent of a reaper, ensuring that my allegiance with the other side may come to him. So he's like, I know I'm going to die soon because of look at what I'm doing. He's got, yeah, he's saying, I'm yo, around. I'm making these raps. I got a target on my back anyways, right? So, yeah. And and you you talked about him being a kid because he says may the womb of my mother be blessed for many wombs. Well, no, moons, I, I mean because you're seeing oh, that's that like so interesting. But I think this is him reacting to the conversations he's having with Keisha's sister and homie's brother. The I mean, one that but passed both, away. But but both of those. I mean, those are both still pretty in the grand scheme of things. Is this not fairly the, young? Not like I when not like thirteen, fourteen, but definitely yeah, like, like I 19, in my 20, mind like twenty one. Yeah, nineteen, twenty, twenty one. Is this not the from the point of view of the of the guy's brother? No, no. This, this last is Kendrick. Verse is him responding saying, "This oh, is this Kendrick saying like, yo, I know y'all are feeling some type of way about me speaking about your lives in these raps, mm-hmm. but this is how it affects me, mm-hmm. right? Like, dude, I go through this shit too. I wake up every morning and think, damn, is today about to be the day, yeah. right? Damn, and, I woke up this morning and figured I'd call you in case I'm not here tomorrow. Yeah, so well, this, this one, brother, this yeah. is this is the one from the perspective of the, of the brother. Yeah." But the but, part that stuck out to me was yeah. the end. The ending about where he's just, I guess at the end of the day, is like, it was it enough? Because he says, like, what would happen if he didn't continue making music if he was distracted by the money, the drugs, the guns? You know, and he looks at the weak and he cries, praying one day that they'll be strong and fighting for their rights even when they're wrong kind of thing, right? So... um who do, what so do you guys so basically, right here, he's I feel like it's the people that are talking to him. All, all the, the people pe- that he's talking about. He's saying like, the "Yo, look, in the first two verses. I'm writing these songs as as cautionary tales for the masses to tell y'all like, yo, this is how it is. Either this is how it is, and this is like what it is, or this is how we get through it as therapy for all of you guys, praying that you guys are gonna hear it, even though at the end of the day, the system fucked you guys. You guys were wronged." Fight, I'm fighting for your rights. Like I'm trying, I'm doing the dirty work. Like in he in his in the sense, in his sense, he's saying, like, I I I have to do this stuff to try to get all of us out of here. 
And and then at the last line, I hope that at least one of you will sing about me when I'm gone. He's saying like, am I worth I'm it? doing all of this stuff, but like, am you know mm-hmm. who's going to talk about me? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's deep, but it's it's a really great one. Kendrick is uh, he's just it's a great a album. It's great a album. great album, and and I think in in terms of someone who is able to. We love in movies, directors, creatives who are able to really create a setting or create like a world around it. When you think of like this, the, you know, Scorsese and that style or this, this, blah, blah, blah. Like the picture that he's painting right now, the way that he's able to bring you into a world, like with the songs that you were saying, Jacob's favorite song. What's your favorite Kendrick song, bro? I. I mm. shout out LA. I've been through a That's whole right. Tribulation, but I know God. The devil wanna put me in a bow tie. Pay the only one to go tie. Yeah, yeah. Why the motherfuckers wanna draw me? I'll be the problem. Mad City, Good Kid, Mad City. Oh yes, yes. M A A D is an acronym. What do you think it is, bro? Good Kid, comma, Mad City. M. Capital A, capital A D, or what? Anyways, M A A D. M dot capital A dot capital A dot D, city. Lowercase D. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. There's two meanings. Many aggressive, angry dudes. Okay. Okay. That was really quick. Okay. You have a guess? Um. I got so caught up in the other stuff that I didn't even do this the, the thing that set off this whole conversation. Um, but in my head right now, good kid, mad city. Mass. Uh, I, I don't know. My brain is I feel like it's like, that. yeah, my mine went to like mass anti-A something. I don't know what the D would be. Disrupted? Mass. Dichotomy, di- diversion, yeah. distraction, uh, dimension. Anyways, okay, wait, I want to hear what yeah, it is. Yeah, what is it? D- okay, so the answer okay. to it Wait, is- the real answer? There is someone who can actually tell us what it is? Yes. yes. Okay, his yes. name is Kendrick. Yes, Kendrick. Okay. Mr. Okay. Kendrick he, he Lamar. Yes. Okay, okay. He said it. When? So, the first one is My Angry Adolescence Divided. Hmm. Nice. And the other one is My Angels on Angel Dust. Oh. My Angels on Angel Dust. Well, Damn, that's sad. I would have never guessed either of those. Yeah. That first one, though, is, I could see that for sure. Because that that album, a lot of it, that song that you were saying, Shireen, right? The very yeah. Wet Dreams-esque song is a lot of it is adolescence. A lot of it is growing up in the projects mm-hmm. of, of Compton. I love Money Trees, though. But what's that line where it's like... Uh, Oh, it's like that silver spoon you come from, from nine to five. I know is vinking. I love yeah, that line. Yeah, that's him and J Rock. Yeah, J Rock. Oh, really? Dreams of living life like rappers do. Like rappers do. <laughs> Back when condom rapper wasn't good, they wasn't Yeah, he's a goat. He really is. He really is a goat. Shout out Kendrick Lamar. Shout out Los Angeles. And yeah, thank you so much for a lyrical episode of the Lone Lobos podcast. Um, that was something. That was something different. That was. That was. Definitely an idea for an episode. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun to like hear what everyone like has. So I'm thinking you bring one in of what, like 
Munford and Sons or you, you <laughs> and let's let's break Dude, down some, some ABBA. One of my favorite uh, ABBA songs I, I like to ABBA. Oh, ABBA's no. great. Ten Years Gone by Led Zeppelin. Okay. That's a cool song to like break, break down. down all the lyrics. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, it's it that's an awesome song. All right. So so let's yeah, let's break it down today. Boom. Well, thanks, bro. Thanks for imploring. Thanks for part of the idea. Now I should have Isaac in my head. The Oh, that the Led Zeppelin? What? No, I the that just that riff. Yeah. I didn't bid the whole lot. Uh Jordan, let's take us out. Monica. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, smash that like button, and turn on notifications. And yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Woo! This episode of Lone Lobos is a Lone Lobos production. Produced by Monica Tamayo and JMKM with intro music by Nicholas Gray. Like what you hear? Check us out on Instagram at Lone Lobos. <laughs>